they say that, and they say yeah, and they say that. Won't stop now. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making them. My folks locked down. I never went nowhere. What they say in loot is back. Blame it on that conjure. The hood call it loot a yak. And I'm on this foolish track. So I spit my foolish flow. My hands go up and down like strippers' booties go. My verses still be serving. Type like a million virgins. Last time on a college remix. Now I'm on the original version. Can't never count me out. Y'all better count me in. Got 20 bank accounts. Accountants count me in.
We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it. Moving so phenomenally. Two more like the way we rock it. So don't stop
y'all hey welcome 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 out there this is let's talk on blog talk radio i'm your host mr talk in the house how y'all doing this wonderful thursday afternoon hope everybody's having a great day and um your week has been great as well all right so we got a good show planned for you today man we're gonna start off with um some sports items I know, and I know we were usually don't talk about a lot of sports here but today we're gonna have to talk a little bit about sports and uh some interesting things going on. Also, we got some things about the Supreme Court. Of course, my co-host P. Ross is going to be here in a little bit, and uh, we're going to get it on today. Great conversation. Hopefully, we get to laugh a little bit and just have some fun. You know what I mean? Yes. But let me tell you how you can talk to me and P. Ross if you choose to. Uh, The easiest way is just give us a call at 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. You can email me at eric, let's L-O-T-S, talk at gmail.com. Chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And 
And we're on all the other social media sites. Uh, if you have any other ways of contacting me, feel free to do that as well. And so forth and so on. <laughs> That's all I can say right now. So forth and so on. Anyway, anyway, we, we got a, a show for you, man, I, I tell you. Uh, we did the music already, so we ain't have to worry about that. Of course, I could did music all show long, but we're not going to do that because that's not what we're about today. Okay? Because I'd be rocking. Man, I get started playing this music now. I'd just be rocking like, oh, yeah, I haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah, Y'all know how it is when you hear them good old songs. Even though they may be a little new, it's still good old songs. All right. So, anyway, giving a quick shout-out. 708, area code. I see you out there. Thank you for tuning in with us today. All right. Big news today, big news today. Brittany Griner, Brittany 69 Griner <laughs> oh, of the Phoenix Mercury has been released from Russian prison. I say it again for those that may not have heard, been living under a rock or whatever. Yeah, Brittany is on her way to San Antonio, the United States of America. Uh huh. And it was a prison swap. For uh, what they call a notorious, <laughs> notorious killer, yeah. Anyway, so Brittany is on her way in. However, there's some people that's upset about this whole thing because they left the Marine veteran Paul Whalen. You know, they just couldn't get him to come home with her. Uh, Russia wasn't going for it, so bam, that's it. Brittany on her way. Paul isn't. Now, honestly, though. Honestly, I, I'm just going to say it like this. Honestly, that Paul guy, he had no choice of coming home. He, he, I mean, no choice, but he wasn't coming. Russia wasn't going to let him go. Russia was not going to let him go. Number one, the biggest and best thing is, I mean, the biggest part of it was the charges against both of them. Roll Tide Dogs. Okay, I see you out there. Roll Tide Dogs. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Alabama, a little bit of Georgia. I don't know what they're thinking about over there. That's a heck of a battle. Anyway, back to the thing. Yeah, so Griner, she just went over for having some oil, you know, hashish oil or whatever it is. But you know the thing about that part is, and, number, you know, before I, I go into this, this other little piece here, and the difference is everybody saw Brittany detained. All right, she really didn't do. Okay, let's put it this way. Technically, she broke the law. Okay, let's just go to put it out there for all those that's gonna bring that point up. Yes, she broke the law. She broke Russian law. She did. Now here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get to Dion, man. I'm gonna get to Dion. Um, Brittany. I, I say this was a, a political thing, and this is my opinion, because Brittany has had been playing in Russia for a, quite a few years, okay? She's been playing for five, blah, 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 quite a few years. So I'm sure this wasn't the first time that she brought some of her medicinal medicine with her, okay? Even though later she produced a prescription, which... We know in, in some cases you can get one like that if you need it, but we're not going to go into that part of it. Point is, if she even played over there that many years and she 
And this one time she decides to bring something she knows that's going to get her arrested, it makes no sense. It really doesn't. makes no sense whatsoever, especially when they're beginning to go to war. But, bam, that's, that's, that's why it makes no sense to me. And I, I do believe that played a big part of um, her being released, besides this other guy. And, you know, Paul, Paul, you know, I hate that he's over there. You know, being a veteran myself, I know I would, I would want to be home, but he got he over there for spying. <laughs> that was Russia charged him with. They don't let too many spies go. But rumor has it though that there was a possibility because Russia said, "Okay, we give you this spy, you send one of our spies back." But of course, the United States said, eh, "We don't have any of your spies. We don't have. We don't know what you're talking about." And Russia was like, okay, well, hey, he already at home, so we'll just let him stay where he at. But you can have six nine back. She probably ain't with no good anyway. She's too tall to be slinging a hammer. She's too frail to do. Yeah, y'all gonna have her back. Okay, just give her this knucklehead. Give us this knucklehead right here. And rumor has it also that see all this came out just before i came on the air that's why i said rumor has it because I haven't been able to verify it but i'm saying rumor has it that this this um this guy that uh america had they actually was using him as well to sell to get missiles and, and sell arms and things and when he decided to sell it to someone else where it may be used against u.s forces he decided to what uh, they decided to arrest him, which is nothing new with the United States because we know that's how they work. Usually until you stop being useful to them, and then they come after you. So anyway, that's where we are with this thing. And like I said, okay, so Brittany's coming in. She broke the law. Okay, she just happened to do it and where uh, there's a lot of notoriety. It was recorded. And the the other part is she had a whole group of people behind her that are one of the biggest voting blocks right now. And trust me, the Biden administration did not pass and say, yeah, yeah, we 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 gonna just bypass this. No, they looking toward the future. They know what they're doing. They're trying to get some votes and bringing Whitney home. I mean, Whitney, <laughs> Brittany home. Oh yeah. But anyway, that's my take on it right now. Let me bring somebody else in who got their hands up uh, 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 and, and see what they have to say about it. Yeah, don't y'all be mad. All right, area code 209. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Okay, you have Shabaka Sankor, the executive producer of the Blog Talk radio show, Shabaka's Black Experience Enhanced. Uh, the reason for the call, sir, yeah, they let Britney go, you know, in exchange for the arms dealer and what have you. But also, too, you have a guy by the name of Pianchi that comes on your show, and I want to offer him a very, very deep apology. Is because Pianchi was on my podcast a couple of weeks back, and I inadvertently, you know, kind of disrespected the man, you know, 
know, he was very, very respectful and what have you after I listened to the uh, playback. And if Bianchi's out there, you know, I just want to offer him a very, very uh, deep uh, apology for uh, kicking him off my show. The man did nothing wrong on that episode. And on that, and then, of course, you know, with this uh, trickery that's going on now with the arms dealer being swapped for Britney Spears, I mean, man, you know, it's all politics and what have you and things of that nature right there. And, you know, an election time is creeping up, you know what I mean? So, you know, I really don't trust, you know, Hyden Biden, you know, too much at all. It's because he didn't do uh, nothing too much for us as a people and whatnot. And then also, too, California did pass a law in regard to reparations for those of uh, African descent and what have you. But, you know, we're keeping an eye on it. It's because uh, we see that old gruesome Newsome. You know, he's got some trickery up his sleeves. And then from what I understand, you know, he's making a halfway bid to uh, get nominated in a presidential election uh, in 2024. Wow. Okay. Man, you said a lot there. All right. Well, if Pinky show up. Pinky. <laughs> if Pinky show no, up. Okay. I know. I know. Yeah. I know his name. I was being funny in the end. If Pinky show up right. <laughs> and you're not here, I'll let him know you did a, uh, come on in and publicly apologize. Not just on your uh, show, but yes, on somebody sir. else's show. So, oh, uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. You, because I. That, yeah, Mr. Talk, you always got it going on, man. That's why I like listening to you, man. And let me ask you this, Mr. Talk. Uh, how often do you come on? Do you come on on a weekly basis, monthly basis, or what have you, sir? Well, uh, <laughs> well, I was coming on weekly, and uh, summertime hit, and I had a lot of things going on. But now I'll be coming back on weekly on Thursdays afternoon at this time, 3 o'clock Central and 4 o'clock. Eastern. So, yes, I'll be coming oh, okay. weekly now. Yeah. Okay, yes, sir. It's always a pleasure, man. And I'm here at work, man, so I might try to sneak back on in, man. You know what I'm saying? You gotcha. know, to see what's going on. Yes, sir. All, All right. right. Talk is always a pleasure. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Yes, All sir. right. Uh, you know what? That, that's all right, man. It, it takes a real man to be able to apologize. You know what I mean? And not only did he just apologize, but he did it on my show where he knows Pianchi Combs. Uh, that's big stuff right there. Oh, man, that makes me happy. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so Brittany, 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 um, yeah, she's on her way home. Um, so besides that, how y'all feel about that? You think the Biden administration did the right thing or they should let her sit down until they could get both of them in, which may have meant uh, uh, her serving a lot of her time. Because that Paul guy, he's been there, what, eight years now? Yeah, something like eight years. So, whew. Yeah, he's, he's been there a minute. You know, of course, I, I know he's going to hear a lot, a lot going on. Uh, the pros and cons about this thing. But, hey, she's here now. So we'll see where that goes from there. And who knows? And what what we fail to realize being here on the outside is there's always back-channel talks going on. There's always people talking behind the scenes that we have no idea. So they still may be trying to work on something for the the, um, Marine, Paul guy, but um, we'll see about that. We'll see. Um, Let's see what else we got going on here. Oh, yes, I got to talk about my man, my man, my man, primetime, Deion Sanders. Oh, 
Primetime and Dion. Dion Primetime Sanders. Let me tell y'all something. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Somebody else want to get in here on this conversation before I move on. All right. Let's go. Triple One. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here and what you got for me? Yeah, what's up, man? It's Nas. What's your name again, sir? I'm sorry. This Nas, man. I talked to you last week. Oh, okay. What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> I thought I recognized your voice. <laughs> yeah, I'm cooling, man. Ain't much going on. Just watching these cool. little stories on social media play out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, but I, I, I do. I wanted to get in before you moved on off of the, the grinder story, though. Okay, let's talk. Let's do it. Yeah, so so the grinder story is 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 weird because there was no chance of getting the other guy out because we got to remember what's going on. This is in the midst of a war where you're funding the side that they're fighting. Like he was never going to let both of them go. So this was basically they had all the leverage and you kind of had to just take what you can get. Now the part that (laughs) that's really strange about all this, you got to remember Brittany goes over there every year. She's been winning championships over there, made a couple million over there. Mm-hmm. So the thing was, they didn't know that the war was going to jump off the way that it did, and she just happened to be collateral damage for it. Because I'm sure <laughs> she's been going over there every year smoking, no problem. They looked the other way, let her go. But because of this situation, when she got there this time, they're like, nope, lock her up, and locked her up and used her as a political chip. And, you know, at the end of the day, man, they just had to get her back. So, you know what I mean? You were not going to do no deal that was going to be in your favor because your man, Blatty, was holding all the cards. Like right. how leverage works. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think I said basically the same thing before you, you called in, and you're absolutely right. <laughs> not to mention that it was broadcast all over the world so everybody could see what, you know, actually happened. You know, as far as what she got um, detained for. But you are right. I said the same thing. You know, with her having played over there so many years, she knew what she was doing, and it's not the first time she brought that with her. I'm sure of it. You know, as you said, you know, she just got caught up in the political game, and she was a pawn. You know? Right. Because, look, she's been focused since college, right? So you're right. telling me these four years when she's been going over here, she never brought never Like, nah, man, she's been doing that from day one, but it was fine during peacetime. But when it came wartime, hey, man, it's a whole different ball game. And you got to remember how or think about how mad that little dude is over there. You are funding the opposition. He thought this war would be over in three weeks. You just stretched it out to all this time. <laughs> He ain't to make no deal favorable to you. He mad as hell. <laughs> That's right. He never thought them, the peasants would fight as hard as they have or even try to almost defeat him. But you are absolutely right. You're right. And, yeah. and you know what, though? When you look at that whole situation, I, I kind of can see why he's mad. But I think what he did, he made the situation worse. And, and I'm going to tell you why. Because if you look at the map, if everybody around him joins NATO all of a sudden, he's locked in. See, that's why mm-hmm. he wants that, that. He's locked in. So now you're surrounded by all your enemies, and it's just you right there in the middle. That's not a good look. You know, and I think, yeah. he, you know, some say, well, he's crazy. No, I, I know he knows exactly what he's trying to avoid, but um, I think he made it worse. Now, um, 
majority of those countries that surround him are actually um, applying to be a part of the UN, which is going to be make it hard. I think that's why he just refuses to quit right now, even though he already knows he's he done lost it. He his you know his army has lost it. They weren't as ready as they thought they were. Well, well, he can't. Well, he can't really go back because, like you just said, he has to have that access to the sea, and he doesn't want to be surrounded by NATO. That's a like this is a common Russian uh, paranoia about being surrounded. So that's mm-hmm. always going to be in play. But no, nah, he he can't go back. He has to see this out to the end, and hopefully, in his mind, get some concessions that are favorable to them. At the end of the day, that's what he wants. But. No matter what, this war would have never lasted this long if we weren't sending billions upon billions in weapons over there. So <laughs> that dude ain't happy about none of this. But yeah, we, we, and you, you was about to. Uh, what was you about to get into before I get out your way? Oh, oh, we, we're gonna talk a little bit about Dion, man. Dion leaving Jackson State to go to the University of Colorado. You know, <laughs> shout out to Primetime. Uh, one of the best football players to ever do it. We'll see what happens with him as a coach. But, I mean, this was his plan from day one. He wanted to go to a Power Five, and Jackson State was the resume builder. So he built the resume up, and he moved on. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The only problem with the whole situation was him presenting it as if he was called by God to go to Jackson State and that he was going to mm-hmm. stay there and build something. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you made all them claims on day one, and then as right. soon as the offers, cut and run. So, right. you know what I mean? You know, but he he sold the dream. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's what I said. It was all a dream. That's why I get the title from the show. It was all a dream. He sold them a dream, you know. Yeah. And for the, for these three years, he he made the dream come true. Jackson State was whipping everybody, getting all the top recruits and everything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But soon somebody else yep, bigger yep. come wrong. Hey, I got. To, I'm sorry, y'all. I got to go. You know, it's been fun. Now, see, see go but, ahead, but bro. My, my problem is this though. When you talk to black people about this, a lot of folks are like, "Well, you know, he, he could get this and he could change people's minds and they could do this." And he's like, "Look, man, you go to any HBCU uh, during first semester or registration day, you go look at that financial aid line and look at that line around the block. You go look at the facilities around." Uh, the you know the buildings and everything else that's supposed to be there, and uh, these are underfunded institutions. So the right. idea that you're gonna try to become a football factory and compete with these Power Five schools, like that's ridiculous. You, you not right. only don't have the money, but that's not the point of the institution. You are an institution of higher learning. You are not Ohio State and Georgia and these folks who who, who play school and actually professional in football. You you're not those schools, and you shouldn't aim to be. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you even try to do it, here's a little secret. You get too many good recruits in there, you know what's going to happen? You're going to get a letter from the NCAA. That's right. And you're going to be on probation because every other school is going to tell on you because the idea that y'all changed the talent pipeline from Power Fives to HBCUs is not something they're about to just what you, you think they're just gonna let you take their billions of dollars off the table? Like, nah. <laughs> so that, that's the only other point I, I got with people, man. Look, do we HBCUs? These are schools. This ain't football factories. We got to stop with this stuff. You know what? You're absolutely correct. And I, I did a show a few years ago about um, 
HBCUs and the funding and the boosters and the, you know, facilities. And word has it, Dion put a lot of his own money into Jackson State, you know, improving a lot of their, their, their um, facilities and things just so they would have. You know, even though mm-hmm. the school the school wouldn't put forth that much money, you know, and I was reading an article earlier today that said, you know, Dion had a problem with the school because um, they were actually ciphering money from the football department to do other things with, and and not putting it back in the football. They, I'm sorry, as they should. This is a school, <laughs> right? The professional football team. And, right. And look, Dion putting his own resources in and putting in like because they got a new gym, they got new fields. He put a lot into that school, but at the Correct. same time, it's kind of self-serving because it's like, yeah, you did that for you. So while you were there, you could get more players. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, look, dude, if you start dating Rihanna, guess what? You're gonna pay to get her hair done. Okay. It's custom <laughs> business. <laughs> you're gonna argue with Rihanna. Well, I don't know Rihanna. No, you're gonna pay to get her. <laughs> That is so true. <laughs> that that was good. I like that. I like that. But yeah, so now um a lot of the recruits that were supposed to be going to Jackson State, you know, now they're trying to follow Dion, which makes sense. He recruited them. Um mm. but I I I'm just interested to see how he's gonna perform because he's no longer competing against the small HBCUs. He's in the Pac Ten where you got UCLA, USC uh, who else out there? California. I mean, Oregon. You, Oregon. And you got boosters that got deep, deep, deep pockets. So <laughs> it'll be interesting. And, and it was interesting that out of all the schools, Colorado. But then again, if you look, that's what he did at Jackson State. You know, they weren't successful when he took over. So if he manages to turn them around, then maybe he knows something we don't. <laughs> well, well, look, well, Col- look, Colorado, it's not a great job, but it's not a terrible job. You can recruit there. We've seen them hire black coaches before. So, right. you know, that part's not a surprise. Uh, I guess the questions start to pop up with how long are they going to be patient with them? Are they going to give them enough time to get players in there so we can really turn it around? Because when you've got a 1-11 team, you really trying to push a lot of them guys out the door, get them to transfer somewhere else so you can get better hey, players. Hey, 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 isn't, isn't that what he told them? That, that's what he told them. Yeah. <laughs> and people were, you can people were, transfer portal. Yeah. People, people were mad that he actually told them that, but he was being straight up with them. Look, I got some people coming in. So, hey, y'all might as well, we're going to hit the transfer portal now. If you, if you ain't going to be able to handle it, go on and hit it now while you got a chance. Can't blame That's the way to, to be Nick Saban. Nick Saban does it every year. Nick oh. Saban coming. Hey, man, look, I know you was a four-star recruit last year, but we got a five-star recruit coming in at your position. Do you want to stay or not? It's like right. letting you know what it is. Now, but <laughs> but here's where it gets tricky. You know, Dion is a he's a Christian man. He has a certain background, certain way about himself. They are in Colorado, where certain things are legal. That's How right. Is he that with the team and team rules and everything else. That's going to be interesting. Well, I yeah, yeah, yeah. But is that really well, it'd be easier in Colorado. I mean, compared to Jackson State. I mean, in Mississippi, you know, where they are, you know, it wasn't the most um, quiet place for anybody to live. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, right, I mean, right, but remember, but remember, you, you can remember, put in your team rules, no smoking, but if it's legal right. in the state, 
and the players want to do it, I mean. Well, uh, well, I mean, if players going to do it, they're going to do it regardless whether it's legal or not. <laughs> you know, as long as it don't, it, it, nobody finds out and it doesn't, you know, uh, mess up their performance. But, yeah, remember – when Dion gave that that um, interview at Jackson State, and he was pissed off because while they were playing the game, somebody stole his stuff. <laughs> you remember yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I> remember. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. You, when you think about it, like, yeah, well, maybe Dion was like right to get on out of there. You know, he out there coaching, yeah, playing the game, and the funding to hire all the staff that other people do. So. Other right. places where that would be secure and there'd be staff there and they got more assistant coaches than you know you know what I'm saying <laughs> than you right. got students. It, it's a different dynamic, but I, I don't know, man. That marijuana part is going to become interesting because, like I said, it, it, it's legal in Colorado. Dion don't believe in that kind of stuff, so I don't know what kind of rules he gonna institute. But man, I ain't losing no good yeah. quarterback who want to come in because he like to smoke. So. <laughs> now you know what though. Thinking about it, you know if you look at Dion when he played when he was at um, Florida State, you know, and you look at him now, you're like, okay, Dion, you know what? What? Uh, you know what I mean? Okay, we all know yeah. what you used to do back in the day, and <laughs> now now you saying no, there ain't no good to do. But everybody looking at you like, well, you in the Hall of Fame, you blah 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 blah, you did all this yourself. So I mean, why can't I do it? You know, um, <laughs> right? It, say we supposed yeah. to believe you was kicking it with Michael Irvin Stone sober? That we supposed right. to believe? Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's interesting to, to see what's going to happen here at, at Colorado, and as far as Jackson State as well. You know, because the last three years Jackson State been just dragging the swag. You know, now prime gone. That means some of the recruits going and. Not only that, but the national attention that HBCUs were getting because they they actually had a lot of games on television. Granted, tape delayed, but they were on television, you know, more than you usually would see. Um, so we're going to see, if, is that going to continue or is it just going to drop off like it's been dropping off? And if you don't go to the game, basically you don't, you don't get to see an HBCU game uh, in person. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't see that attention coming back because a lot of that attention was based on the star power of Dion. Remember, Hugh Jackson is is down there. Eddie George has a team down there. They're not getting anywhere near the notoriety because you know they don't have that kind of star power. So, but right. even in that, I'm not so sure that that's a bad thing anyway. I think them traveling the home and away games amongst each other and packing out those little small stadiums and doing you know black radio locally. And you mm-hmm. got your local little TV contract. It's prob- you're probably better off keeping everything inside. At least you get a hundred percent of it. Shout out to uh, shout out to Booker T. Washington. So I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I got a problem with it, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I first heard it, that's the first thing I said, man, how he gonna do that? He went up there selling these dreams that he gonna bring HBCU football to the forefront, and now he get up and leave. But once I started reading and studying and thinking about it, I'm like, well, it, it, it's. I mean, if you really look at it, he done went as far as he can go. <laughs> I mean, he done took the lead yeah. three years in a row, you know, and and it's all about pr- progress. And so, this is the next step. I get, like, I, hey, because only he knows what his plan is. He knows what his plan right. is, and apparently it, it's working. 
It's working. Yeah, the next Eddie Robinson is going to be somebody that comes from an HBCU, cut from that cloth, and has plans to stay for 30 years. It's not going to be somebody from the outside like Dion, who comes in and does it. Because let's be real. If you play out Dion staying there for 10 years, that means he finally gets some big games against Alabama or Georgia and right. they get a check and go out there and get whooped 60 to nothing because, you know, yeah. the difference between big-time football and the smaller conference football is just the defensive and offensive line. Right. Like, I don't care right. how fast you are. If the other side is that much bigger and stronger than you, like, you're about to get a beat down. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you, you're right. You're right. You know, so. so yeah, I agree, man. Well, let me get out your way. I know you got a show to do, people to call in, man. But good job as usual. <laughs> and tell old boy who called. And never apologize to Pianchi. Cause Pianchi as much pain as you can. I've been getting on his nerves for years. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, Pianchi can't work your nerves. He really can. <laughs> Those of us who know Pianchi know he can work your nerves, you know. And he does it in such a smooth way you don't realize it till after the fact. Like, really? Did he just say that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, but hopefully yeah. he called in. Hopefully he called in before your show ends, because so then I can call back and jump on him. But anyway, man, y'all have a good one, man. All right, thank you, Nas, man. Hey, you have a good I- one as well. Good talking to you. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Hey. uh, as we were just talking about, we were talking about um, prime time, leaving Jackson State. And, you know, a lot of people are upset about it. Then some, you know, then, but you have to really think about it. You know, his situation wasn't as, as rosy as they made it seem. And Dion was like, okay, I've done all I can here. You know, I'm not really getting any help. And because they call him, he coached prime time now. He's prime time. So he's not going to do any, do any raggedy, raggedy. So he moved on to Colorado, who last year was 1-11. So, yeah, he told the players there, I'm bringing in some of my people. And uh, for those that can't handle it, and you're going to hit the transfer portal, and uh, <laughs> we see you when we see you. Actually, he told some of the recruits that had already been recruited to Colorado, some of them, they, hey, we're we not even honoring that, that commitment. Of course, a lot of them were just verbal, so nothing on paper, but, Y'all might was going to look somewhere else, go to that second choice on your page, because now I'm not bringing y'all to Colorado. Now, that's what Dion, that's what Dion told him. So, we're going to see how this plays out. We're going to see how it play out. But honestly, I have no problem now with it. I just remember the dream he sold when he first took over Jackson State and had everybody thinking that uh, he was going to bring the HBCUs back. And honestly, he did. He did give him some notoriety. But now it's up to the HBCUs to to continue that 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 who continue that growth. Which I don't know. We'll see. It's up to Eddie George and and a couple of others now and see what what happens with HBCU football. And of course, everybody's gonna be watching Prime in Colorado now and uh, to see what his first year's record gonna be. I think that's gonna be the interesting thing to see what his year's first year record is. Ha! That's going to be a good one. All right, so, so far we didn't talk about uh, Brittany Griner and prime time. Yeah, prime time, because uh, yeah, I told you it was going to be a little sports-related today. So we got that in. My, my co-host has shown up now, so we're going to let her come in, because she got a couple of things she want to discuss with us today as well. And uh, 
Hey, y'all, thank you for hanging out with us. This is Let's Talk on Ball Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And now, introducing my one and only co-host, P. Ross, in the house. Hey, I'm glad you finally can make it. Hey. Yeah. You, you, hey, yeah. Yeah, I finally made it. Outstanding. So... Before we get into your topics, tell me, what do you think about Griner being released? Because I know you know a little bit about that. You don't know nothing about prime time. You're not a, a sports person. But I know you well, know a little bit Griner. I think he did the best thing that he, he could possibly do going to Colorado. I would have did it. Hey, some things ain't always about money. Some things are about respect <laughs> and being appreciated. Right. You know, so... Yeah, and his name—he he already made a name for himself, so they already know what he can do. So, yeah, that that should have been expected if you're not meeting what meeting the man's uh, expectations. Well, know, I, I so. think I think his name alone helped them more than he um, it helped him. And, I, I mean, know we, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, that is exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. You know, so. Hey, it's day loss. <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's their loss. You're right. <laughs> you are absolutely know. right. So let's talk about this thing that's, that's going on in the Supreme Court. In fact, there's some other stuff happening, too. But let's talk about this thing in the Supreme Court with the uh, retailer. I know you wanted to get that in. So we got plenty of time to talk about it and get deep into it. And uh, let's make it happen. Talk to me. Yeah, so this um, store owner, she did. She's a web designer, actually, um, and she refused services to um, the L, you know, the Alphabet People community, and um, because she says she don't believe in same-sex marriages, so she didn't want to do a website for them for their for their wedding. So now it's in going to the Supreme Court and um she's standing her ground. She's like, um, I'm not I'm not I'm not doing that. You know, so it seems as if, you know, the Supreme Court is is leaning toward you know her uh, because she she refused to work on same sex weddings. But if you remember, a few years ago there was this 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 man who had a bakery, and he refused to make a wedding cake for them, and he won his case. So the the the, the thing is, they're like, is it setting a a precedent? You know that. These people can be discriminated against um, because people don't believe in same-sex marriages or whatever. But she is refusing on a religious ground. Now, the flip side of that is that this restaurant, and I can't remember where it was, um, this restaurant refused... um, refused service to this congregation um, 
because um, they don't, for the same reason, um, 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 because the church don't believe in same-sex marriages, and um, it was a conservative um, Christian group, and it was in Virginia. The restaurant was in Virginia, and they they told them about two hours before um, the event because um, the employees came to them and they said, "Hey, we don't feel comfortable. We don't want it to be no stuff." So we know they got reservations, but yeah. So um, the restaurant was Metz's Bar and Butchery, and they 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 canceled the reservation because it was a um, uh, it was a private event. And he said that uh, in eight in eight years of service, we have very rarely refused service to anyone who wished to dine with us, but. We recently refused service to a group that had booked an event with us after the owners um, found out it was a group of, of donors to a political organization that seeks to deprive women and LGBTQ persons of their basic human rights in Virginia. Um, they said that um, the restaurant the restaurant management have refused service in the past to anybody who has made staff feel uncomfortable or unsafe, saying this was the driving force behind the decision. So on one hand, you have a business refusing service to, you know, LGBTQ people, and then on the other hand, you have a restaurant refusing service to an organization that doesn't support LGBTQ. So it it, it goes both ways. Now these people, this 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 church foundation or whatever, um, it doesn't say that they are 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 seeking to do anything or are seeking any um any legal action against the restaurant or whatever, but, you know, the mm-hmm. fact that they called them about an hour and a, an hour, hour, an hour and a half before the event was to take place kind of, you know, peed them off. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, and I guess whoever Cobb is, he, he says that he, he compares it to the situation in a famous 1960 incident where a department store refused service to 34 Virginia U- University students because they were black. This is the problem that I have with, with that because the two are not the same. I feel like, and, 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 I know people are not going to agree with me, but your sexual orientation is what you indulge in yourself by choice. You are born black or whatever race you are. You can't just change your skin color just like that. You know, you can't take it up. You can't take it on and and you can't take it off, put it on and take it off. But but all right, go ahead. I'm listening. But however, if you look back, even to this incident, what they're talking about, women and the 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 LGBTQ population has always been linked with the civil rights movement. 
there it, it 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 has never been a separate thing. It it has always been a part of it. So what were you going to say? I was going to yes. ask you: isn't isn't discrimination discrimination no matter what? I mean, either either I mean either way, if if someone is turned away because of their sexual orientation, the color of their skin, uh, what they wear. Is it just blanket discrimination, regardless? It's, you can say it's discrimination, but is it discrimination according to um, the Constitution or whatever is outlined legally? And that's how, and, and, because, and because these people have um, the, uh, what are the, 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 the business owners have mm-hmm. the right to stand on their religious beliefs, when it uh-huh. comes to that, um, right. it's, 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 it's a slippery slope because it, it, yeah. some, say, some say that, um, take for example, for example, the white supremacist movement, the movement and the, and the KKK, okay? Take them. Now, their, their religious belief is, 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 is that everybody else is inferior to them, right? And, right. Uh, and, and they don't particularly want to deal with other races and and people of of color okay so what is being said is that okay if we keep deciding that the 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 lgp i'm just going to say the alphabet people so i got this is too many letters um that the alphabet people um are, are being discriminated against or uh, rather, I'm sorry, are really not being discriminated against because these people have a First Amendment right to their religious belief not to serve them. Then the other groups who believe who is a part of their religious doctrine, how why can't they have that same right when it comes to people of color? Because right. you are setting a, some are saying that you are setting a precedent with this, you know, that all other people can say, oh, well, I don't believe that uh, this, I should, I should have to serve this color people because they're inferior to me, you know, and this is what our religious doctrine says, you know, so granted, there, there's no justification for that in, in, in the Bible or anywhere that I have seen, but, you know, however, on the other hand, with alphabet people, there is, you know, it specifically says that, you know, these things are, uh, these acts, rather, not the people. It doesn't say the people, and that's where a lot of people get it mixed up. It says nothing about the people. It says the act is an abomination to God, not the people, and that's where a lot of, a lot of clergy and a lot of churches get it mixed up because they want to demonize the people, and that's not so. It's it's the act that is abomination to God. We still have to love in spite of because there's no greater sin in God. Sin is sin, whether it's an immoral sexual act, which all acts outside of marriage, according to the Bible, are immoral. Adultery, fornication, homosexuality. All those things, they have an equal standing with God. There is no greater sin. It's man who tries to demonize people and has a degree of a, a, a degree 
you know, that adds a degree to sin. So I wanted to clear, clarify that first and, and, and foremost, you know. So in looking at all of that, I can understand, you know, the 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 reasoning behind it but at the same point it 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 really i don't really think that you know saying that okay this is going to set a president i really don't think that it will and i don't think that it'll really hold up well uh, <clears throat> what part you don't think will hold up them suing them or the, the business themselves saying no we don't have to serve you if we don't want to Right, no, I'm talking about the as, as far as it goes with the with the businesses saying no, we don't want to serve you with it set, set, with the decision of the courts agreeing with the businesses saying that it's setting a precedent for other other people who claim that who would claim that their uh, religious doctrine stops them from serving people of color. As far as race, that's what I'm saying. That is not mm. setting a precedent for those kind of. Um, cases to 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 be um, to be uh, litigated. Okay, so basically they're trying to create a gray area when, if you really look at it, there is no gray area. Mm-hmm. Basically, basically that's what you're saying. Yeah, yes? because they're they're saying that if if this because like the man who had the bakery, and they they sided in favor with him. It looks as if they're going to side in favor of the lady uh, of the web designer, but these are people, you know, um, uh, uh, in same-sex marriages, same-sex relationships or whatever, and they don't agree with that. But, however, there is nothing, there is, and they can, they can, with that, you can, you can, what I'm saying is you can back that up in the Bible, but as far as discriminating against people of color, you know, race, religion, and all of that, there's nothing in the Bible that justifies that this is your belief. You see what I'm saying? So I don't see how that would um, systematically set a precedent is what I'm saying. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that was kind of deep right there. That that, that was kind of deep. You had me, uh, my yeah. head turned, you had my head turned sideways in like, huh. Okay, so you broke it down to the person versus the act, and the act is the problem, not the people. Exactly. All right, y'all, y'all heard that from my, my co-host, right? And it makes it, it's the act, not the people. Right. Right. So, with that being the case, then, what about uh, those 439 churches in Texas? that decided to split from the United Methodist Church because of things like homosexuality and uh, 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 same-sex marriage and other issues. You know, is that what we're coming to now when you, we just don't agree? We're just going to split and say, okay, we're going to just start our own and just deal with what we believe in and that's it. But isn't that a part of the American freedom that, that we're supposed to have? That the citizens are supposed to have, you know. Yeah, but it's 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 the it's it's the same it's the same thing um, because the the it, the the um, Leviticus in the Bible twenty and thirty he says if a man has sexual relation with with a man as he does with a woman both of them have done that which is detestable 
They are to be put to death. Their blood will be on their own head. Um, and realizing, you know, that the same sex thing applies to women having sexual relationships with women as well, for God doesn't have a double standard. Now, if you are a Bible-believing church, this is what you stand on. You cannot dismiss what the word of God says and say, oh, it's okay, we're going to recognize same-sex marriage because then you make the word of God a lie. You you lean into your own understanding. Now, you're choosing to ignore what what the commandments say, what does say of the Lord, and you're choosing to say, okay, well, um, numbers or, or numbers or tithes and offering or whatever is more important than truly abiding by the word of God and teaching the word of God. So that's why those churches split from that from from the headquarter church because now they were beginning to recognize same sex marriages and were requiring their clergy to 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 uh, to recognize them as well that if two men or two women came to you and you're the pastor of that church and they say we want to get married then it's your obligation to perform that marriage and they said oh, no we're not doing that which was which was which which was within their right. But didn't the, the Pope uh, come out and say um, that it's okay, they have to start um, accepting gay marriage? He did. And, he did. He, okay. he did. Now, now that's, supposed to, that's supposed to be the, the ultimate, the ultimate uh, um, Catholic church um, uh, um Leader right there, and he's saying, "Hey, look, let's accept it and, and and move forward. They all need love. Is that wrong? Is that wrong for him to say that compared yeah. to what we're talking about now?" Yeah, yeah, because you're you're you you're you're telling him, you're telling congregants, or you telling people that okay, we 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 need to accept this union, which is totally against God's law. But at, and you double speaking because you say because we all need love. Well, yes, we do. And and the Bible says through love and kindness have I drawn thee. But nowhere does it say that you have to accept the sin in the people because if it's wrong, it's wrong. But that don't mean you constantly throw it up in their face. These people know what they or they don't know. You know, they, they if they're in church, they've read the Bible. Now, whether they interpret it the same way that that that, that it reads, that is up to them because everybody gonna put their spin on, you know, because they go back to to Genesis where it says he made them male and female, which meaning that Eve was down on the inside of Adam before he pulled the rib out of and put Adam to sleep, pulled the rib out of Adam, and then he created the woman. So. They think that that justifies this same-sex thing. But God created the man and the woman. If you read further, God's purpose was that a man and woman to come together to populate the earth. Two men or two women, let me say, let me clarify that, two natural men and two natural women can't do that together. Mm, Interesting. 
You know, it's interesting because the Pope said that, right? And then he comes back later on, not, what, almost a year later, and says, you know, the Catholic Church cannot bless same-sex marriage. Marriages. Right. And, and I told you, you know, it's speak. you know? Yeah, you, you, exactly. You, you're, saying, you're saying what's popular in the moment, you know, to keep your congregants, to keep money. I don't know why you're saying it, you know, or, or, or whatever. But I mean, if 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 we're gonna serve God, we're gonna serve God in truth and spirit. We're not gonna change His word to fit our circumstances. We're uh, not gonna change His. We're not gonna change His commandments so that we are able to justify the sin in our lives. You know, because God don't care nothing about that. It might make you feel good. You know. That that you agreeing with something that doesn't agree with the word, but at the end of the day, that's your soul. The Bible says, "Choose ye this day whom you might serve." Whatever your decision is, whatever you decide to do, is between you and God. Whether you believe there is a God or not, again, that's still between you and God. It does not matter. That is not going to affect me. Whatever way you believe, don't believe what you do or, or how you think. Because that's your personal belief. And that's the thing with these businesses who are saying, okay, that's your personal belief. Don't impede, don't try to impede upon me what you believe, and I don't. I should not have to put up or compromise my integrity or, you know, the integrity of my faith because you believe in something that is totally against the word of God. No, don't come over here with that. I shouldn't have to be made to service you to do something that I'm totally against. If it was just that simple, if it was just that simple, but we we know it's not because I, I do, when it comes down to these rulings, the last thing I think that, well, Depending on when they want to use it, the last thing they're using is the Bible and Scripture. You know, they're, they're looking at it as okay, uh, political political season coming up. We need some votes, so let's let's see what's going to get us the most votes. Which side? And I think that's where we are. I mean, you make some great points. It's in the Bible. That's what the Bible says. And yeah, it, it's not the person; it's the act. Well. Businesses, my personal opinion is businesses should be able to uh, 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 service who they want to service and refuse service to, you know, as long as it's a constant and it's not just, you know, an isolated incident. You know, if you're going to do it for one, do it for all, not just for some people who may come in that may be flamboyant and you can tell they're homosexual or lesbian or whatever, you know, and you don't like it compared to somebody to come in that's acting, quote, unquote, normal, you know, as a normal uh, male or female, I should say, for lack of a better uh, way of explaining it. And you serve, you, you give them service. You see where this, this can become a problem? And then, they, you know. No, yeah. no, no, because no, no, because whether they flamboyant or whatever, they say we, they come and they say, well, me and my partner want to get married. And you start, because any business is you're going to get their name. And when you figure out, and, and once you know that it's a same-sex marriage or whatever, then you're, you're you, you know, 
you're going to, whether they act male, whether they act butch, whatever, however they act, normal as you want to say, uh, once you once you realize <laughs> that, you're still going to stand on your principles and say, oh, well, sorry, I can't provide you that service, you know, because I, I don't do same-sex couples. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how the, it doesn't matter how the person is acting. If they come in that business and they're and they and they are same sex and wanting to get married and that's totally against your belief, you are not going to do it. it. It's not about it's not about how they're acting. It's the principle of the thing that same sex marriage is, is against God's law. It's against your beliefs, and you're not going to do it. But I I, don't, I understand that. I understand what you're saying, but my point is this. I mean, well, let's say, uh, yeah, a couple comes in, and, you know, it's just they want to order something. You know, they don't tell you whether it's same-sex marriage or whatever, and you take the order, and then you go to make it, and then later you find out it is for a same-sex. Are you still uh, legally liable to go ahead and finish uh, the order that they place, or do you say from that point, no, I didn't know, but now that I know y'all same sex or, or whatever you want to call it, uh, we can't we can't do this for you. Yeah, you, 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 because you, yeah, because you within you did not have all of the information. Yeah, you 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 as a business, you are perfectly within your right to do that. But you don't think that's kind of a slippery slope. No, I mean okay. It... Let's let's say okay. I'm aware that this business don't wanna don't wanna service me, okay, because of my my sexual orientation or whatever my little kinky things are, okay. So what I do is turn around and send somebody else in to place the order for me, and okay. that's who they deal with the whole time until time for whatever ceremony. Then you show up and you find out, bam, it's same sex. Then what? But you're going to know that because when you're doing a, a, a web design for a couple, you're that number one, they're going to submit pictures to you. They're going to submit names to you. You're going to have all of that information before you even start working on it because this is all the stuff that you need. So, yeah, you still have the opportunity to tell them, okay, no, I don't do this. It's against my beliefs. I'm going to have to refuse your service, give you your money back, give you a deposit back or whatever. You know, and, and, and the good part would be I can refer you to somebody else, but, no, I'm not going to do it. Hmm. Okay. You know, I'm trying to throw you curves everywhere, but you keep beating me. I <laughs> keep hitting them. All right. All right. So that that is what the Supreme Court has in front of it right now. One of the the cases anyway, and uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. But I, I do believe, like you said, that other case that was in Colorado some years ago, they ruled for the business. So I think that was the precedent that was set right then. You right. know, that, yeah. yeah, that was the precedent. So if they're gonna go back and look at that with with this case right here, yeah, they they should rule. They now listen to what I'm saying. Yeah, they, they should they rule for the they, business. They, they, they would have to. They would have to. 
because the one thing that was pointed out in the article is that the state, the you know, Colorado says that that is that that is their state ordinances, but the federal ordinances is it says that you know you 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 have freedom of speech. You 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 don't have to engage with these people if you don't want to. So the the state cannot override what the what what the federal excuse me mandate is and that's the thing you know that that's interesting because um Biden administration just signed um something into law today called the respect for marriage act and it's interesting that that we're talking about this piece right here because in in, in that um one of the complaints that the LGBTQ advocators have is that um, the proposed law does not require individuals or groups to provide services for a wedding ceremony or a celebration if it's against their religious beliefs and does not recognize polyamorous unions. So it's right there. Even though they just passed this law that's supposed to help protect same-sex marriage and surprisingly interracial marriages. I didn't know there was a problem with interracial marriages um, almost being ruled illegal. I, I, I had never seen anything like that. But that is included in this Respect for Marriage Act. But it's interesting. In some, and especially in the South, I believe, there are, there are still some ordinances on the, on the books that that uh make uh uh interracial marriages um illegal well because i know never, those those ordinances have never been they've never been taken off but you wouldn't think that that was a problem today because you know you see so much of it right right i mean interracial marriages is, is basically the thing to do now <laughs> Yeah, but I, I just thought it interesting that we're talking about that, and and when they passed the, this um, respect for marriage thing today, you know, they they said that was one of the things that were left out, that was left out, which is interesting that even the lawmakers won't even um, approach that too much unless they're forced to, you know, right. and, and they, yeah, the alphabet people, and I don't mean that as no disrespect, I just get tired of saying the LSGQ, yeah, all that. The alphabet people, you know, they are one of the biggest voting blocks there is out there now. So, yeah, it's interesting that they they, they won't touch that. But as far as the Supreme Court, yeah, they, they got a big decision to make, even though there has been one made for them already that they can use as a precedent. You know, you got different members now. You have different members right. on the Supreme Court. And, um, right. you know, they're thinking maybe a little different. Maybe just a little different. Very but well, yeah. much could be. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I really was surprised about this interracial thing, though. I like, why are they putting that in there? You know, is that a, is that really a big problem now? Is, well, is that I think an issue? That, but like, like I said, I just think that's a problem because of those old ordinances. Now, if you remember when they were doing the local, um, the local voting and stuff. And they had um, these um, amendments on there about um, um, still about slavery. Remember, it was some states that had that on there to remove to abolish that, and nobody even knew that 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 was still even um, 
even a, a factor today. See? So it, it's a lot of old stuff that's out there um, that people don't know about until somebody actually go and review it and say, hey, this from 18-whatever, uh, we need to get rid of this. These, these these times are not like that. You know, so those things are, are, are definitely, um, they're definitely a factor, and they definitely need to be need to be dealt with. But until somebody does the research, um, nobody knows. Nobody really knows about it. Hmm. Huh. All right. Well, we we we're we're going to see what really goes on here. But I know Virginia was the last state I think that that changed their their laws about interracial marriages, marriaging marriages. Uh, I don't know if there was anybody else who recently changed it, um, eliminated I should say. But yeah, I know Virginia was one of those states because of what is it, loving versus. Loving versus uh, the state of Virginia or something like that about the couple. That's the one I, I know a little bit about. But anyway, so be it. So be it. Um, yeah, but this respect for marriage thing, you know, they just signed it today. And it, basically what it does is guarantees federal recognition of any marriage between two individuals. Notice they said two individuals. <laughs> if the, the union was valid in the state where it was performed. So basically the state has to say, okay, yeah, we, we acknowledge this. And so if they were married here, bam, it, it's legal. It also requires states to accept the legitimacy of a valid marriage elsewhere and protects interracial marriages. Yeah. Now, it still doesn't go into detail as far as how it's protecting interracial marriages. I guess they're saying if they got married, it's good. No, this is more um, toward the uh, same-sex marriages. Yeah. And how come they keep saying it's part of their civil rights? Is it a civil right to be married? Huh? Ross, you there? Um, no, um, no. Hey, I, that's a good question. I think that's huh. a, a personal choice, really. I don't know. I hmm. think the civil rights thing come in as far as being discriminated against housing, um, race, sex, all that, you know, different stuff like that. Um but as far as marriage, I don't think so. I don't know. But it's it's something to think about, isn't it? You know, because you hear them two words thrown in a whole lot of things: civil rights, civil rights. So, it, <laughs> so being allowed to marry the person you love, no matter what, is that a civil right? Or is it? Well, can you say it's a privilege? Is it a privilege? Or does that depend on the two individuals involved? Hey, that's not, you know. Um, yeah, because if you, I mean, well, it could be because, you know, if if, if, if people um, don't want to uh, uh, marry you because you, you 
whatever, then I guess in that aspect, it could be. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. We got somebody with their hand up, so let's see what they they have to say about it. All right, area code 323. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What you got for me? Well, for us. Well, I'll... I'll be damned if that ain't my old bowling body. Where the <laughs> hell have you been? What's going on, Joe? It's been a minute. Hey, <laughs> yeah, it sure has. You must be bone willing a lot of 300s. Hi, P. Ross. How you doing? I'm going to My guy, have... and you're here on a Thursday, too. Yeah, what this is my new day. No, it's my oh, new yeah? day, Thursday. Yeah. My new day, Thursday, 3 o'clock Central Time. Ah. Uh, so, so is that gonna, it, that, does that mean, Eric, that you're going to be more consistent then? You have to actually show up on Thursdays? Of course. We I've might. been here, for, we, I've been here for the last two. I've been here for the last two, three. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Ah. Pianchi mm, doesn't even find right. me. Yeah, Pianchi doesn't even oh. find me. <laughs> Good. You don't, you, don't, you don't need him. Shit. He, yeah. oh, hell, hey. Well, <laughs> man. Uh, mm. uh, okay. Uh-uh. So. I know you got a lot to say about this, Joseph. Come on, give us some knowledge. I don't know. I just I just saw uh, the title, then I saw Mister Talk, and I said, "Oh man, let me let me see if it's really Eric." So I just <laughs> called. Down. I don't know anything about the topic at all. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let me ask you this question then, because I know you you got some knowledge then. Um, marriage. Is it marriage? Yeah, uh, marriage, same-sex marriage. Is that considered a civil right? Or let's just say marriage in itself. Is it a civil right? I know somebody well, in the surface in, in the chat room said only slaves have civil rights, human rights. Free and sovereign men have unlimited rights. Okay. All right. You're going to have to well, come I don't know, break I don't that know down about a that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know about unlimited rights or civil rights. Um, first off, I'm against the state and religion interfering with marriage. So I think anybody should be able to marry anybody that they want to and keep the state and um, the Mormons and the Catholics and the Protestants out of it. Do their own ceremony, um, do their own um, celebration, and get on with life. Because I think uh, all of our civil rights are being um, kind of infringed upon when we have to go either to the courts or to uh, some religious person in order to get married. You know, that's like saying, hey, um, is it okay with you if I and my, uh, my fiancé um, get married? No, forget that. I don't need anybody's permission for that. You know, in my, um, you know, from my perspective. But getting back to what you're saying, is it a civil right? Yeah, I mean, if the state, since the state and religion are putting, sticking their nose in it, and if they're going to deny people from getting married. But I think it is a civil rights issue. Hmm. Okay. Well, then, continue on. What makes it a civil rights issue? Well, because if two people want to get married, firstly, they have, they're forced to get um, approval by either the state or some sort of religion. Now, that religion and or that state is saying, well, we'd like to marry you, but we don't approve of you for whatever particular reason. So we're not going to allow you to get married. Therefore, they're denying them a right that they should have. 
And I believe that our rights, we shouldn't have, again, we shouldn't have to go to other people to get married and say, well, we need your approval. So they've usurped our right to begin with. And now as a result of that, they're saying to people, I, I presume you're talking about homosexuals. They're presuming to these people, you are not allowed to get married. Hmm. Okay. Y'all, Joe don't like marriage. I tell y'all that now. Uh, no, no, let me stop. No, uh, uh-uh, not me. Uh-uh. It, it doesn't work. It, it, you take two people who are in love, you put them in the uh-huh. same house together in today's uh, contemporary climate, and you've got a recipe for disaster. You find out each other's idiosyncrasies. You can't get away from each other when you want to. Um, you get arguments that you don't know how to how to solve. People do not know about conflict resolution. They don't know about trauma. They don't know about their own psychological motivations. And as a result, there are a lot of people who are well-meaning when they get into marriage, but for some reason they just can't get along when they do get married. So I'm against it for that reason. I'm not against the theory of it. I'm against mm. the um, the pragmatic uh, um, results of it. Huh. Okay. All right. Let's see. In the chat room, uh, Be Wise and Serpent said, Americans must be repeatedly told how free they are, that they never realize how unfree they are. Hmm. Okay. I agree with them on that. <laughs> that Do you really? That makes sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Yep. He right. He right. Oh, Really? Why is mm-hmm. he right? Why, why, what, what makes him right about that statement? What makes them right? You want to take that, P. Ross, or you want me? I, 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 I'm going to take it from my perspective, Joe, and then you can, okay. you can, you can get the icing on the cake. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. Let's take, it, let's, take it from, let's take it from a property perspective, okay? Okay. Property. Yes. If you okay. have land, you have mortgage, you have your house, correct? Okay. Don't pay them. Don't pay them taxes on that house and see how much of it is yours. See, don't they come Good and take that right funds uh, out from under yeah. you? That's right. Business as well. You got your business. Mm-hmm. You want to run your business the way you think you can run it? Uh uh uh. Nope. This is what you need to do, all these rules and regulations, even to set up a business. So, huh. yeah, no, you ain't as free as, we ain't as free as, 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 you're not as free as you think you are. Even a driver's license, they tell you, you done paid all this money, even your, even your plates on your car don't belong to you. They still belong to whatever state you are in. They tell you that driving is a privilege. You don't have the right to drive. We give you permission to drive, but it's not your right. So honestly, yeah, no, he's right. No, we ain't, we ain't free. And I'm glad she took it from uh, from a concrete perspective, talking about taxes and about the long arm of the law. I want to talk about the psychological effects of propaganda, about what you see on television, what you hear on the radio, about. Mm-hmm. Um, the perspective from the mainstream media, which doesn't cover stories the way that they should. They always have a bias. So True. as a result of the biases from the mainstream media, 
from academia and from other authority figures, such as politicians, we, from the time we're young, we get inculcated with a lot of BS, a lot of propaganda about things which are biased according to the intentions, motivations, and nefarious underpinnings of these institutions, which I've just mentioned. So, um, no, uh, what's his name? Wise Serpent or whatever. He's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Propaganda. We're in, we're in the Matrix. We are in the Matrix. <laughs> yep. Being, being, being programmed from an early age. Oh, yeah. Wow. And any and anyone and anybody who says who says different are totally and utterly deceived. Um, I read an he, article. Uh-huh, I read go an ahead. article not too long ago. And it was talking about China. Okay. And it said that, that China put out a lot of um influencers, um YouTube programming, but not to the children in China. The children in China can only watch 30 minutes a week, if I'm not mistaken, 30 minutes a week of any influencers, while the U.S. children can watch as much as they want to, and they're constantly putting it out for them. Chinese children watch educational stuff. They don't watch all this influencer mess, all this stupid dumbing down, as they say, of the children. So what do they know that Americans who are supposed to be free to do what they want to do don't know? It's something to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's a, that's a <laughs> interesting because that's a, 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 a not an argument but a conversation I have quite often with people about uh, children of the world compared to children in the United States, how children uh, across the world, you know, speak multiple languages, but we uh-huh. go over there to, we go over to their countries and we get mad because they, they can't, you know, they can't speak English, but we can't speak their language because we have never been taught their language. So, you know, while we looking at them as the inferior ones, we are our children and us as adults in some cases are the inferior ones, you know, for lack of a better word, but that that's fact. Exactly. That's fact. And, and one, of my, ma- one of my African friends from Nigeria, he said on average, they speak seven different languages. Wow. Seven. Seven different languages. Hmm. Wow. Joe, how many languages you speak? Barely one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what is the half? <laughs> I haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's interesting itself. Okay. All right. So, what we're saying is uh, marriage is a civil What Joe said, marriage is a civil right. And P. No, 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 no. No? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's a civil right. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I was thinking of something else when you said it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And P. Ross said, no, it's not. Right? Mm-hmm. That what you say, P? Right. Okay. All right. All well, right. according to, according to, uh, um, 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 whatever the, 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 the Constitution says, I can see Joe's standpoint, but their basic, their basic perspective of civil rights is the right to vote, fair trial, government services, public education, to use public facilities. Um, it doesn't really get into the whole marriage thing, but with the with the decision today, it now has become um, a civil right. It's it, because of, of the of that of that decision. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see where you're coming from, P. Ross. Yeah, I mean it's not a constitutional right, so you're right. Um, but right. I, I wasn't thinking of it as a civil right in terms of a legal right. I was thinking of it as a humane. You, uh, just a normal right that everybody has, like the right to breathe, that you don't right. need the Constitution yeah. for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That's that the way aspect, I was thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. In that, in that, in that aspect, it it, it it definitely is. And and like you said, you know, it's it's a personal decision between those between those two people. But you know, within within this country, you know, they 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 regulate everything. You're not legally married unless you know you go down to to your state courthouse <laughs> or whatever yeah. and pay for a marriage license. You just can't do it like back in the day, you know, where you just jump the broom and everybody happy. You now married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or like back in the day in the, in the sixties and seventies, you live you live together so long that now you it's a common law marriage is is recognized right. as a marriage. There, I don't even think there's any such thing anymore as a common law marriage. No, I think they're all. I think they're. I think all states have them. Like, um, I think it varies from state to state. If you if you with somebody yeah. for four years in one state, seven years in another, do you know that one one particular decision? There were two people who had their own separate no, residences. It's only, it's only, it says there are only seven states and the District of Columbia that recognizes common law marriage. And wow. that is really? Colorado, yeah, Colorado, Iowa, Kansas, Montana, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, and your state, Eric, Texas. Well, I knew Texas had oh. it. <laughs> yeah, I knew Texas had it. Hey, hey, um, in your re- in in your research, P. Ross, now that you're in front of Google, do they say when these other states uh, discontinued it? Maybe I'm wrong. I always thought every state has some sort of statute on the books about common law marriage. I'm glad to see that they don't. Yeah, they don't. Um, it doesn't say what when did they. Uh, I would have to. I probably would have to go state by state and look it up. Yeah, no see. problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, wow. Yeah, I already knew Texas had it. Yeah, I, and I think every state has certain um, criteria for it being considered uh, common law marriage. You know, I could think. No, no, I said not every. 
Yeah, what I mean, yeah, as only far seven as the states, states, yeah. Yeah, the states yeah. that actually still recognize it. I'm sure they have their different ways of saying, oh, okay, yeah. to be considered common law marriage, you have to live together six months or have to tell someone y'all married after the six months or so forth and so on. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. You know, you just can't yeah. live together you want to be married, you know. Huh? You want to hear about the slippery slope of the common law marriage, though? What, I was reading, and this slope? happened about a year or two ago. Do you know there's a, there's a state? Now, um, there was a decision that came down, and the judge said that two people, they were not, um, they had separate residences. They were not living under the same roof. However, the one or two, one or both of them, would stay for an extended period of time, let's say a month or two on the other's house, you know, then leave and go back to his or her house. Do you know, as a result of that arrangement, the man had to pay the woman alimony, or palimony, rather, because even though they weren't living together, they had cohabited for long enough periods of time, like a few months at a time, in order for them to be considered um, a married couple or a couple that, in which the woman was deserving of, um, you know, of palimony. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I, I can hear you saying that, Joe. Really <laughs> oh, man. That, that is crazy. And, really. It is. And See, prior to that decision, what I read even before that, about maybe eight, nine, ten years ago now, was that there was, um, there was a case in which I haven't, I don't know if a decision came down, but... Um, People, there was a woman who was, um, uh, there was a judge who was thinking of considering a case in which a woman was going to sue a person that she went out on on a date. A date, I think. One time, two times, maybe three times. Let's just say three times at the most. Suing him for emotional distress because he didn't want to see her anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad I got the video because y'all see the look on my face like, what? <laughs> yeah. All wow. Right. And people are wondering how come men, yeah, men don't want to get into the dating um, arena after the ages of like 40, 50 as, um, you know, as frequently or as with um, as, in, as much intensity and enthusiasm as they used to. Oh, boy. <laughs> that <laughs> oh, wow. Well, whatever state that is, need to stay away from that state. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that yeah. was on the New York Times. Yeah, um, so they should have still have it on their website. That was about eight, ten years ago. Somebody suing hmm. for emotional distress for dating. Yeah. That that's getting outrageous. That that is outrageous. You know. <laughs> that is outrageous. Hey, if we didn't kick, we we hit, you know, hit it off when we was out there. Then don't get mad because I don't want to see you no more. Really? That means, hey, you you're free to go on about your way. But then you're right. gonna take me to court. Oh man! Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you yeah. imagine the judge? The judge who actually got that the brought in front of them. Can you imagine the look on their case when he read it? He or she read it? Like really? That's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Emotional distress. 
Look, then she walk in there looking like Herschel Walker. The judge be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <This ain't working." laughs> yeah, but you know what? You're, you're talking about a, a judge who theoretically would take a look at that case and say, this is nonsense. What about yeah. the case? I think we discussed this on your show uh, maybe a few years ago. What about the case which actually happened in which two doctors went to bed and the female doctor and did not engage uh, with penetration with the with the male doctor. In other words, they didn't have they didn't fornicate. She gave him head, right? So okay. he ejaculate he ejaculates into her mouth. She oh. goes to the bathroom. She saves the um, the ejac uh, the jism. She goes home, impregnates herself with a turkey baster with that jism. Oh, gets pregnant. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. And the judge said that the guy has got to pay her child support. Yep, because that's still his youngin'. Uh-huh. Yep, because that was still his youngin'. And, and the reasoning for that, they said that because the child support is due to the child and not the person, not not the woman. And they could not deprive a child of legal support or legal monetary support. That's yep. right. And and in addition, they did, the judge didn't say, I mean, the judge should have said, well, you stole, you improperly used the property of this man. He clearly did not want any children. But you know what they said? You know what the judge said? That it was a gift. They didn't even think of her as somebody who stole um, a body part. It was well, actually, actually, oh. if you listen, if, if, uh, actually, wait a minute, 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 yeah, actually, he gave it to her. <laughs> once, once he released it and she took it in her mouth like a fish or whatever, um, it belonged to her, whatever she wanted to do with it. Whatever she did with it, she was free to do with it. You're right. It, 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 yeah. I, I think that's one hundred percent fourteen twenty four carat crazy, but yeah, hey. me too. Yeah, man, wait a minute. Okay, she 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 must have spit it out in the something else because I can't see her going holding it that long to oh, get no, home I mean, and do that. Of course, yeah, no, okay. Okay, so she had it. That had to be a plan. <laughs> that had to be pre planned. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, you it's know not as though. Oh, you yeah, know of course. Yeah. It was, yeah. It wasn't as though she lived across the street and she kept it in her mouth until she got home. No, she spit it out, took the bottle with her, used the turkey baster, and said, "I got him." Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Well, hey, honestly, that was on him. That was on him. I know he's, he's I, a no, doctor. I disagree. It, I it disagree is. totally. Because well, uh-uh. because he should have. Yeah, he should have took some precautions, knowing. I mean, just in case. Just no, in case. I mean, no, no, no reasonable person would even think that anybody would do some stupidity like that. Yeah, that <laughs> is that is kind of beyond. That is kind of be <laughs> extreme. Yeah, that is kind of extreme is. right there. Yeah. All right. Now that we know about it in the news. 
you can, you know, you can have, I don't know if you have the legal right, but you certainly have the moral right to say to your, uh, to your woman, can, do you mind if I spit that out? As a matter of fact, you know what I've done? I have had, because I use, you know, uh, condoms. I would show this one particular girl, for instance, that comes to mind, that here's the condom. It's not leaking, so you're safe. It's not romantic, but it sure as hell is pragmatic and keeps me from going to court. <laughs> okay. All right. I understand what you said, Joe, but for some reason I just pictured you with a room of old condoms hanging there with the names on them just in case they come back. <laughs> what? Have you been inside my bedroom? Damn, you, you must have known that. You've, you've seen those trophies, huh? Now, let me tell you, like I said, it was just the one woman in particular because um, uh, I am not a I'm not a person who has a lot of game. And over the last few years, I have not gotten laid a lot. Okay, I have not pursued getting laid, you know, unless it's easy. I don't pursue it because there's so much trouble affiliated with it. I'm talking about legal trouble too. It's, forget oh, about no. the, uh, the uh, you know the effort that's involved. You know, trying to impress the chick and stuff like this. I'm just talking about the legal ramifications. When I read that article ten years ago, and even prior to that, with my mm. experiences talking with friends of mine and stuff like this. Um, if it comes nice and easy, and if I think that the person is really, you know, a nice person, cool. Uh, I also can tell you the one time I was in bed with a chick and I refused to do it because I asked her. I was over at her place, and, she, and I said to her, have you got uh, rubbers? And she says no. And I'm thinking to myself, forget this. I brought my own, but I have to realize that she was so cavalier about her own womb, her own body. I'm thinking mm. to myself, you know, hey, I'm not taking any chances. She might have some gorilla crotch rod up in there or something, and I'm not a shit. Yeah. Gorilla crotch that that, That's new. That, that's real new, Joe. That is? That's something, I, that's something I used to say and other guys used to say when I was in the oh, service. Oh, <laughs> I know, that's why I'm laughing. Yeah. I hadn't heard that in a long time. Oh, wow. Oh, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess y'all y'all have good points. Because they can end up like um, Kanye. Kim Kardashian, what, got 10 houses, some airline miles, and all kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, oh, 10 houses. Oh, 10 houses. Does she? Oh, man. Yeah, that's oh, she got in divorce hey. with Kanye. That's what she got in divorce. No yeah, five homes in Hidden Hills. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one bought across the street from her after they got divorced. Um, a real estate in Riverside, California, and three homes in Idaho, and a compound in Malibu. Yeah. What you gonna do with five? five what you gonna do with all? See, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Amazing. Yeah. What you was going to say, Joe? We're running out of time. I'm talking about here. the prop. We were, yeah, we were talking about the propaganda about how we're not free. 
What about the yeah. propaganda that the Kardashian family has um, imposed upon youngsters who want to be like her, Madonna, other, uh, what's the other one? Cardi B, Lizzo, and all those good, all these pieces of crap that are out there who have no, uh, barely any morals. All they, all they are is exciting, and they excite the, uh, the young kids into wanting to be like them. Yeah. Oh, please. Wait a Ugh. That's all you gonna say, Ross? Is yeah? That's it. That's that's all I got to say. Cause you're telling the truth, man. Uh, it goes back to just what I said. You know, you you allow your children to watch all this stuff, and 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 instead of you setting limitations, you put them in front of that fool too, and 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 just let them sit there and soak all this foolishness in. You know, and now you got ten, eleven, and twelve, thirteen-year-old girls. Wearing damn bat wings and, and and claws and thinking that's what that's that 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 that's what makes them attractive. And, and if you don't know what I mean by bat bat wings, I'm talking about these big false eyelashes. Oh, I know what you mean by. You know, um, <laughs> yep. and, and and they that that's that, that's what makes them attractive. They have no um. No inner beauty. They don't have any self-respect and no self-esteem. And, and, and you wonder why they walk around with their head down just because they don't, they don't have, you know, the, the, the latest Lizzo outfit or Cardi B or whomever. You know, this is why. Because y'all let them watch this foolishness all day on TV and make them think that that's what defines them. Hmm. Yeah, wow. and I'm glad you said it's what defines them because – the, the parents, you know, for kids to want to be like what they see on TV, in and of itself doesn't bother me. If they wanted to be like Madonna or, you know, well, not Kim Kardashian because she was, you know, doing everybody. But let's say Madonna or Cardi B, she was, she's, she's like a, um, a gangster. A gangster. Um, Lizzo, fat. Okay, you want her to be, you know, you want people to uh, look at you differently because you're fat? No problem with that. But when they do not, when the parents don't instill into their kids that you still have to have morals, and as you were saying, people are self-respect, you just can't let everybody come along and jump on your bones. You have to also know um, how to discern between the right person and the bad boy that you think is the right person. Mm -hmm. You know, if people end up in jail, like, for example, the Menendez brothers, they were getting like a thousand, uh, thousand letters a week, and they got married in jail, and they've never yet had um, a conjugal visit from their, uh, from their wives. They never even consummated the marriage, but they got married yeah. anyway. It's incredible what goes on here. <laughs> so that means they're really not married then, right? That was the old folks that no, right? they consummated. Oh. I thought you had to consummate it married. So did I, but I, I bet you there's an exemption for prisoners. Possibly. You married in name I, I, only. I, well, okay, I, I, I'm not even going there. <laughs> I'm not even touching that Isn't one. it something? Okay. Yeah, that yeah. is something. All right, y'all, we run out of time, so it's been fun. And uh, now everybody know I'll be here every Tuesday, I mean every Thursday. Thursday, y'all. Thursday, 3 p.m. Central. Yeah. I told you I was changing it up, Joe. J- 
just had to figure out how. Anyway, yeah, but you told me that about two years ago. Well, <laughs> change change takes time. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's right. Change <laughs> takes time. But anyway, go on, give me some last words before we get up out of here. <laughs> yeah, I just I just want to know what's uh, what's your topic going to be next week. Oh, I have no know. idea. Have no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, just take it as it comes. Makes it more fun. All right. All right. So I should be here next week to find out what the topic is going to be. So I'm glad to I'm glad to have both of you back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. We're glad to be back. We're glad to be back. All right, yeah. Joe. Stay warm out there in Montana, man. And uh, we'll see oh, you I next am. week. Talk to you next week. I'm prepared. Okay. <laughs> Take <laughs> care, right. Eric. Take care, people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ross. Talk to me. Give me some last words. Well, hey. All right, you know. Hey, just be kind to yourself. Be true to yourself. Don't let nobody move you from who you are. And, you know, right or wrong. Whatever you think is right for your life, that's what you do. Whatever you believe that is right for you, then just just believe that until until you change your mind until you come into a different understanding of who you who you are or who God truly wants you to be because nobody can force you to change the way you think the way you are or the way you act it is a personal choice that you act upon yourself so it doesn't matter what's regulated by government what's preached by the pastor, the bishop, or whoever at the church, or even what your parents say, until you decide that you want something different, you're always going to remain right where you are. So make the right choices for you, good or bad. Because remember, whatever your choices are, you are the only one that suffers the consequences for your decisions or for your actions. And when you learn better, eventually you will do better. That's all I got. Wow. All right. Well, thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. And thank you for hanging around, as always. You know, you always bring an interesting other side to to the topics. Yeah. Of course. Because, you know. Of course. (laughs) Of course. That's who I am. Got to be you me. Yeah, got to be you. They got to be you. All right, y'all, that's going to do it for us. Um, one thing I'm going to say is, hey, just take it as it comes. And, you know, life life is just too short right now. It, it really is. You don't know who's going to be here, who's not going to be here, whether you're going to be here or not. Hey, just enjoy yourself. That's all I can say right now. Just enjoy yourself. Um, do what makes you happy. And let everything else fall in place. You know, because right now, the, the our society is so screwed up. Nobody knows who's coming or going. And I don't think half the people really care. I.e., they let Herschel Walker run for Senate in Georgia. I mean, really. That, that should tell you enough by itself. But anyway, have fun, y'all. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, just remember, be back next Thursday. Uh, we'll thank Joe for coming in. <laughs> I knew he'd find me eventually. Um, Nas, who was here earlier, 708, I see you. P. Ross, thank you. And uh, just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make, sh- make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the best is learn to laugh at yourself because you can laugh at yourself. Everything else is just groovy. All right. So 
Uh, with that being said, y'all can catch me on um, also some social media. My email is ericlesstalk at gmail.com. And that's about it. All right, we're going to take you out of uh, What About Your Friends by TLC, and we see y'all next week. Peace. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bye-bye. <laughs> With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.